Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 69 of Speaking from the Heart. Today, we're going to talk about the spirit of our true values, especially as we get closer to some of the biggest holidays of the entire year, probably even some of the holidays that you've already celebrated. And I think that we always have this impression that we have to work so hard during this whole entire year that now it's the time to kick up our feet on the table, especially after we ate a big meal and just let go of all the things that we have worked on this past year. But I think having values, especially the spirit of those true values that we want to work on the most, often requires us to understand truly the importance of what we have really worked on more than anything else in our entire lives. And we have to realize also that the essence of who we are has now changed because of all that hard work that we've done this past year. Do we really want to go back and fold on all the things that we have made progress on? Because we definitely have those times of the year in which we get to relax, we get to enjoy, we get to even indulge in some other aspects of our lives that we often put off. But even as we take that time off that is desperately needed and well-deserved, or even just put that time aside where we work with other people to maybe help ourselves realize that progress that we've made, we have to understand that there are ways in which we can easily get off track with our personal and professional goals that we're working on. Today, I really want to talk about what some of these busiest moments of the year can do to us and how we can prevent the ways in which those toxic moments can happen. I think that we have to start first with what actually creates these moments in the first place. Now, I have been an advocate for months now with all of you about the importance of not only working on yourself, but also helping others. And there's been a number of episodes in which I discussed this. But now we put the true test into action, where we actually say to ourselves, what are we going to do to continue the momentum of what we're working on? I mean, let's face it, with less than a week away from Christmas, let alone less than two weeks away from the new year, we have to be ready for what is going to be on the other side of that journey that we are embarking on. And it means that we have to also work on the foolproof ways in which we can continue to stay on that track. I get it. You want to take that long, desperate break that you always wanted. But what are you going to do during that break? Are you going to read something in which will empower you, maybe enrich you with new knowledge, skills, and abilities that will test you and even help you in the new year, especially as you embark on those new goals that I hope you've been working on? But what about exercise? Are you actually working on yourself in order to create not only that healthy mindset in the inside, but also on the outside so that you feel good, look good, and maybe even put on a new outfit that maybe even makes you feel special inside? I think that you also need to consider the fact that we have to also work on some of the things that we've been putting off. What about that chore list? Have you gotten all those things done that you always wanted to do this past year? 
Have you even worked on some of the things that you want to journal about? Maybe you haven't written down some of the things that have happened to you recently, even the last three or six months. Is this the time now, especially in the quietness before the loudness happens, in which you can write down and reflect on some of the things that you've been able to do? Now, in some parts of where you live, maybe it is getting colder. Maybe it's even getting warmer where you live. And I know for some of my international audience, I'm very envious of you because I wish that it was getting warmer as opposed to getting colder, especially as we enter the winter equinox here in the United States. But I think that we have to understand, too, that even with the weather changing and even the season changing, what is it that you're doing to create that change for yourself? I often feel that this opportunity that we have to reflect and encourage others often means that we have to work with others to do this, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to do it all alone. I think that if you are not doing the right things in your life, this is the time to think about what are those things that are in the wrong so you can do them right once and for all. It might mean even pulling out a sheet of paper, just reflecting on what you have seen and observed in just a few days, especially if you just started taking off some of that desperate time that you needed. But it might be also asking family and friends and acquaintances, what can I do better for the new year? Some of you might be receiving performance evaluations at work, in which your boss is telling you, you did good in this area, but I need you to pick it up in this other area. What can you do to ensure that you are working all around in the terms of the ideas in which you want to create, not just for who you are in the new year, but what you have on your plate now in order to accomplish what's ahead? Now, for the last six minutes, I've probably talked in a lot of theoreticals, and probably there are some things that have already developed into your mind as to what you can do and what you can achieve. But I want to challenge you on something even more than just what you are looking at doing. I actually want to look at what you might be having frustrations about and maybe you're not being heard about so that you could get the help that you desperately need to be able to create that progress, unlike other times of the year. This is not the time to be lazy. This is not the time in which you sit back and think that you can do nothing to help yourself. If anything, that creates atrophy, not only physically in your muscles, in which you're feeling weak and you're feeling that everything is wasting away, but you also want to work on the things in which you might be doing on the day-to-day in order to create new routines. There have been many studies that have been done by scientists, let alone other college students for that matter, that habits can form very easily, especially if there are vices in our life that we often shouldn't be doing or trying to do in the first place. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever those vices are that you might be indulging in, cigarette smoking, maybe even playing cards or gambling, maybe even doing derogatory posts on Facebook, Instagram, X, whatever your case might be, is it really helping you and your cause to just swoon around thinking that you are going to be doing nothing for the next several weeks. Maybe you do have that job and you don't have that luxury to take time off, and I understand that too. 
But you can still participate in this exercise in which you're helping yourself become not only the best version of who you are, but what you can be for the new year that lies ahead. What you can do right now to help yourself create even those opportunities is thinking about what your values are. That's right, the actual values that you hold dear to yourself. Maybe you're not an honest person. Maybe you aren't reflecting on the things that you're saying before you actually say them. Maybe you are challenging some of the beliefs that you've had held this past year about a significant other, about what you could do professionally. Maybe even the public speaking skills that you have might not be top-notch yet and you want to take them to the next level. Well, I know a coach, hint, hint, that might be able to help you out with many of those things, especially as we start the new year. And I'd be more than willing to work with you to set up a plan as we enter that new year. But it goes beyond just that. In my practice, I often talk about the importance of setting goals. Smart goals, for that matter. Because goals that are smart in nature, whether they're specific and measurable, whether they have some sort of time requirement behind them, or they just are relevant to the overall things that you want to accomplish in your life. There's something in the middle of that acronym that we often forget to do, and that is to take action. When you write down what your values are, are they action-based? Are they just complacent in which you're saying, I will be honest, I will be loving, I will be caring? Or do they have more meat to it than maybe just those baseline surfaces? I often feel that when we are generic in the ways in which we want to communicate and even share our concerns both personally and professionally, I think that we often lose sight of the true importance of what we're trying to create, which is actually the ability to create not just actionable goals, but things in which we hold ourselves accountable for what lies ahead. That means we actually are taking responsibility for something that might actually change. Oh my gosh, we wouldn't want that to happen, would we? I think that's what really this is all about, is we have to explore not just the things in which we could take action on, but understand that the growth that we could receive from those goals can honestly change us forever, especially if we're willing to dare greatly. Does that title of a book sound familiar to you? Brene Brown, in which one of the first books I've ever read about vulnerability called Daring Greatly, talks about the importance of just stepping outside of that comfort zone in order for us to see that true value that lies within ourselves. It's an excellent book, and I encourage anyone to read it, even if it's been written several years ago. But even other authors that have gone since then have talked about the importance of Brene Brown's work in a variety of different ways. People that have been wanting to work on not just addressing the shame that they have in their lives oftentimes see dramatic results improve in their own ability to create value. Value in the sense of not just the monetary or even the physical possessions that we have that we often think about as selfish human beings, but being able to understand that that creates some of the opportunity that lies deep inside of ourselves to pursue new goals and create the best opportunities that lie ahead 
for others to join amongst the ranks. That might even mean finding a new friendship zone, people that will help you within that circle of trust that you're able to create because we all work as a team, especially even in the professional realm, to achieve goals and even success strategies so that we are able to accomplish projects and other sort of initiatives, especially as we are planning and implementing them for the new year. But being the individual that you are, you definitely have some say in that. If you haven't thought about the fact that you have so much on your plate and that you have the opportunity to change what's on that plate, maybe that might be your first step in this whole process. Analyze everything that you've been doing. Does it really add any value to what you're actually creating as the best version of who you are? And I will tell you, this past year, I've been doing quite a lot of that. Whether that has been eliminating Toastmaster clubs that I've been involved in for many years, although I'm still a great supporter of Toastmasters overall. Maybe that's changing some of the nonprofit boards you sit on, which I have definitely done so and continue to work on, even implementing new opportunities for myself to engage with partnerships with your speaking voice LLC in the new year. But even more importantly, beyond all that, it's realizing that when you love yourself first and you create that love for yourself, the vulnerable aspects of it radically change who you are and really what the spirit of your true values become. Did you hear that? It's vulnerability that creates love. I did a bonus episode a few months ago in which I talked about that concept when I had yet again another suicidal thought come through my mind. I knew that was a moment of weakness and the love that came from that was incredible. Many of you had supported the show and throughout that time, and that was one of the best months, not only for the podcast, but also for myself to know that there was support from all over the world going through what I had been going through. Because I realized that if we're even going to have a chance to change the story, if we're ever going to ask ourselves what we can do to realize deep within our hearts, we have to test ourselves to change the story, to change the values that we've often been operating from. I don't know if you really are going to change your values, and maybe even after listening to this, you're still not convinced that maybe those values need to be changed. This is where an outside perspective really does help. It helps you to understand maybe there are some ways in which you can improve but I will tell you that even if you're listening to this and you are saying, Josh, there's nothing that I'm going to do to change this because I'm okay the way I'm at, examine anyway what you can do to change. Because complacency is not change. Complacency in itself means that you're not being try and true to the things in which you can test yourself to become even better than who you are today. If you don't try to make progress, and if you don't try to shift that script of what's been happening, what's going to make you feel a little bit better about the new year? Instead of watching a whole binge series of Netflix or Apple TV or Disney+, Plus, maybe you should binge on not only the truth of what your values are right now, but maybe you can consume 
better, healthier things, such as fruits, vegetables, and even other foods for that matter that help you with your vitamin intake. But more importantly, maybe you can digest new books, new ideas, maybe even new podcasts for that matter that will change your mindset. I have somebody that will be coming up on the show in the new year that I've been listening to a lot of her different episodes. And Kanisha Hart, who will be a future guest on this show, really inspires me because of her mindset. She wants to be a six-figure coach, and she wants to challenge not only the status quo of what those people are going through to become great, but she's also learning that mark along the way. So I ask you, Do you want to be that six-figure coach, maybe investor, maybe that entrepreneur because you've been putting it off for the longest time? Or maybe you're just so desperate for change. Maybe you want to create those opportunities to make progress in those personal and professional goals that you're now waking up to smell not just the coffee, but the hot chocolate that's in your cup. We have to fill our cups with something more than just the things that we've been doing for the longest time. And I don't know about you, but when I get tired of hitting my maximum and I'm getting frustrated consistently over and over again, and I feel like I'm not making progress to that overall goal that I want to achieve, it might be time to change what my values are. Because the spirit that lies in me is never going to rest. It's going to allow me to create not just those best versions, those best relationships, that best confidence, that best determination, but it's going to help me understand that that my voice in this ever-changing world can be impacted by just the things that we fill, not just in our cups, but also in our minds. So if you are ready for that change, now is the time to do it. What's holding you back? Are you afraid of what it might look like to be on the other side? Or maybe you're just itching to get started. And if you are, I can't wait to hear from you, not only just very soon, but I'll be excited for some of the new ideas that you'll bring to the table. And please, leave the cookies off the table, because those are the things that fatten us up. Unless you got enough to share for all of us here on this podcast. Thanks for listening to episode number 69 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.